Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his nearly superhuman knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this edition of Plan with the Tax Man. We appreciate your time, as always, while we talk about investing, finance, and retirement here on the podcast. Tony, my friend, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for asking. Absolutely. You've been doing good. Had a good week? Had a good week so far. You know, a busy week. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of clients. And one thing we, we do this this time of year is mm-hmm. we're so dependent on our computers, you know, so we got to make sure that they're always functioning properly. Oh, yes. Big uh, fun. Which is always a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yes. I tell you what, and updates are the worst sometimes, yeah. aren't they? You do an yes. update and it just messes all sorts of stuff up. And I, I imagine, yeah, doing uh, so many taxes and financial prep and all that kind of stuff, you definitely got to make sure you're you're on track with all that good jazz. It's typically we like to get into some financial chat here right off the bat, but this week we're going to switch it around a little bit and take an email question that has come into yourplanningpros.com. That is yourplanningpros.com, and it's from Miles. And where was Miles at? He's over in uh, Waukee. In, uh, Waukee, yeah. yeah. And Miles says, hey, Tony, I've worked with a couple of different financial advisors over the years, and I do like both of them. Do I need to pick just one, or is it okay to work with multiple people? Mm-hmm. This question, I, I got to preface it by saying, you know, this is a little bit self-serving, and I think most advisors are going to say the same thing. Okay. But- it is my opinion that you should pick one or the other. And the reason for that is because it's very difficult unless you, again, we talked about it last uh, podcast, are trying to pit them against one another in performance. Difficult to make sure everybody's on the same page. Right. And again, w- without knowing how much you have and your, the complexity, uh, obviously there's, there's exceptions. But, you know, for most, I, I think it's better to stick with one make sure that they understand the entire financial situation and that you're both on the same page. Now, some clients would think, well, that's, you know, a little self-serving because, you know, somebody wants to get paid either a larger fee or a larger commission. Generally, the fees are going to be the same whether you work for two or or with one, but, you know, so that, I don't think that's right. Yeah. That does, all yeah. that, yeah. you know, uh, relevant, but I think it's it's a lot easier when you have a, a closer relationship with just one person at a time. Now, that doesn't mean you can't migrate to somebody else, but I, I generally that's not a great idea. Well, and I think, you know, having two people to your point, yeah, I, again, I don't know the specifics of this, Miles, but maybe one was helping you more through the accumulation phase and the other one you're starting to work with as you're getting closer to retirement. And they're just two different mindsets. And so, yeah, I mean, having, I don't know, having two people in that situation definitely could be a little bit more convoluted than it needs to be, if, if even if yes. nothing else, you know, because um, you just got to make sure that everybody stays in sync and, you know, and all that good kind of stuff. And so I do tend to hear a lot of advisors advise against that just simply for, again, the convolution of it all it just kind of gets a little too much. So maybe take a look and analyze what, I guess, pieces of each of the advisors, I guess, of the two guys, which one uh, you feel is going to be the better fit moving forward into whatever stage of life you're in. You know, sometimes that's a a good place to look at that. And of course, as always, you can always get a second opinion or in this case, a third opinion. You can always just come in and talk with Tony and uh, have a chat as well. So thank you so much, Miles, for the question. We certainly appreciate it. Let's get into our main topic this week, and that is uh, how to set financial and retirement goals. We talk all the time about, you know, different advice and different things that we're kind of sharing with folks when it comes to giving their 
dollars purpose, Tony. So let's go through just a few a few basics here of some things for folks to think about. Specific financial goals are different for everybody. We say that every week, every time we do a show. But are there some general ones that we all can kind of adhere to you can give us? Oh, there certainly is, yes. And you know, even though everybody is different, I mean, at, at the end of the day, when you're talking about retirement, you know, the, the first piece I, I think is, you know, what is financial freedom or, uh, you know, the best case scenario for you? And, and determine that, number one. And that, of course, is going to be different, but that, that's the number one question. Then the number two is, is you, you really need to understand your entire situation. And what I mean by that, other than just what you have in a couple of IRAs, you need to make sure that you know, you're, you're covered with insurance, whether it be life, disability, possibly long-term care. And what you want to do at the end is, is also important. I think no, people don't give that enough thought you know, they just kind of meander through and they think, well, the end is going to take care of itself. And a lot of times that's not the case. And then I think last is most people want the same thing is they want to know they're going to be okay. And, you know, that their goals are going to be able to be achieved and worked through, you know, that little bit of that peace of mind. Yeah. No, I think that's a good point because we all kind of have those general I guess with things on our wish list that we want to accomplish in our retirement plan. And of course, peace of mind and, and financial independence is certainly one of those. And I think when you talk about financial independence, you could easily say, well, independence from needing help from the, the kids or, or, right. uh, you know, being too reliant on anything from the government for, per se, you know, social security, hopefully we're in a situation where social security is not, you know, the major component, it's just a, a factored in additional component to our retirement plan. But anyway, We'll stay with the, the the goals here. How do you help somebody set those to their specific needs, Tony? What what do you do when you're working with different people? Because again, they're all different. They're all different. What we do is after after a little bit of a brainstorming session, you know, generally we use some software now. It used to be, you know, data sheets and and now it's much more interactive, much easier for clients to use and to have fun with and be able to do a lot of this at home with spouses and things. But really a lot of it is is asking questions, uh, general questions, you know, just the easy stuff, such as, you know, uh, how much do you think you want in retirement? You know, what what are your plans? Do you like to travel? You know, and and there's a lot of them. It, it's it's actually a lot of work, but hopefully fun work for the client because we got to ask a lot of questions so we can kind of see what's important to them, which is that's where we have to start. So. We can't do it if we don't ask any questions. And just the, the software makes it a lot easier now, a lot more interactive versus just somebody handing somebody like the old days, a big old, what appeared to be a book of paper. And you had to go through all this and people would get bored with it. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. You know, so questions certainly key and really it's not just what you guys asking those questions, but we have, we as the other people on the other side of the table have to be willing to answer those questions honestly too. You, you know? do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you gotta be able to take the time and, and sit down and just dream a little bit. And, you know, <laughs> there you go. It's not like they require a lot of math or, you know, writing a big essay, you know, just kind right, of thinking right. about what's, what's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and obviously, you know, having, you know, the if married couple being on the same page helps working through some of those, you know, many times you guys get to play uh, quote unquote marriage counselors as well, because sometimes, exactly. uh, sometimes the folks get to the table and they start talking and they haven't really maybe completely communicated with themselves uh, as to what they want to do. So what are some ideas or some things on unrealistic goals that people come in with? And I think obviously this market has certainly probably helped spawn some potentially unrealistic goals uh, because yes. everyone's like, yes, it's going to go forever. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a big one, you know, right now that we see 
across the board, but there are other things too. You know, some people are looking for, you know, just that single perfect investment. I get that a lot. And there is no such thing, by the way. I mean, everything's got their advantages and disadvantages. And the the other thing though, especially with on uh, retirees on the back end, is they're really unrealistic with the uh, sustainable withdrawal rate that they can, you know, use over their lifetime. And we show them that visually that, you know, if, if they're saying, well, I want to have a withdrawal rate of 8%, 9%, and, you know, for example, never touch their principal, we draw that out and say, based on what you have, you will be out of money at this age. And it, is that okay with you? Because if not, we may have to tame down your expectations there. That's a huge one. The other one along the, along the lines of that is we'll get people coming in where, they have you know, might be a little bit behind in saving for retirement, especially, and they want to take too much risk, and they're a little too ambitious of uh, trying to achieve too much gain too late. And I, I think that's a mistake because it's good in this kind of market, but boy, if we don't have this kind of market going, you know, it, it could be a disaster. And then and then it is too late to recover. So that's another one. The, the growth without risk is, <laughs> yeah, of course, always there. Sure. everybody wants that, and and you know we have to tame that down a little bit that there, there is no such thing as that. And um, it's amazing. And again, I think this is, is bred by a, a lot of information out there. No, that's true. And, and definitely, we're certainly inundated with it on a daily basis. You know, I always think about just the amount. Well, I, I think it's something we heard just several years ago, but they were saying that we get more information now in a day than, than our, like our grandparents or great-grandparents got in the entire year. You know, (laughs) so or maybe it was even an hour versus a year. It's pretty crazy, whatever the the, whatever it is. But yeah, yeah, so being careful of unrealistic goals, you know, seeing these commercials where everybody's, you know, got a boat and going to Disney four times a year, you know, it's possible maybe. But also just don't think that, you know, every day and, you know, retirement's just like any other days in life. You're going to have up days, down days all those kinds of things from a physical standpoint, from a financial standpoint, there's going to be a lot of those things. So you want to make sure that you're having some realistic goals when you're planning your retirements uh, with your advisor and talking those through. Now, how can you know, or how can we know, maybe that's a better question, if a financial goal is realistic or achievable, Tony? Well, I think one of the things you've got to, you know, basically ask yourself is, am I as prepared as I need to be, you know, for all scenarios? You know, I mean, an easy thing is, you know, you, you can't rely on just everything always going well. <laughs> right. You got to plan for things. <laughs> right. If everything's uh, got to be perfect for it to happen, that might not be the best scenario. Right? That might not be the best thing because generally that doesn't happen. And then there, there's a lot of heartache when that happens. And it, it could be, you know, financially devastating sure, as well. Yeah. So, you know, basically being able to take control of things, formulating a plan so that, you know, even if you just plot along at, at quote average or a little better than average, that your scenario is going to work for you and and that you're prepared if things don't go well, you know, what's, what's plan B, I would say that. And then the, the last thing is, is, you know, not depending on just one particular investment or product, because it's not going to meet all your goals. I think you, you've got to be able and, and understand that it's the whole package that's going to help you meet your goal, not just one particular stock or a bond or something like that. It's got to be a combination of things. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And I think that's a great place for us to end this week's podcast. Make sure that you're setting realistic goals that are achievable. Don't get too crazy in your in their lofty ideas. It's cool to shoot for the moon, but you want to make sure that you keep those grounded and have that conversation with your advisor so that you aren't getting too far out of whack. 
and having uh, you know that conversation on how to set and attain those financial and retirement goals. And of course, if you want to reach out to Tony and have that chat, get on the calendar, come in for a consultation. It's 844-707-7381. That's 844-707-7381. As always, go to yourplanningpros.com, send an email question to the show if you'd like, or just check them out online. You can also subscribe to the podcast through the website as well as other outlets like Apple, Google, and Spotify. Just type in Plan with the Tax Man in the little search window on whatever platform uh, of choice you use, and you can find us that way. And you can always check them out. We certainly appreciate it. Tony, thanks for your time, my friend. I know you got a busy day ahead, so I'm going to let you rock and roll, but I always appreciate doing the podcast with you. All right, take care until we talk again. We'll see you soon here on Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through Avantax Insurance Agency.